Hello, and welcome back to the To The Heights podcast. This is Olivia Colombo. I am a young Catholic changemaker, and I am so excited to be embarking on this project of sharing stories of the young people of the Catholic Church and those who minister to them. The title of our podcast, To The Heights, is a translation of the quote, Verso Le Alto, by Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati, a 24-year-old student and lover of mountain climbing who's on his way to canonization because he dedicated his life to caring for the poor and vulnerable. His catchphrase, To The Heights, serves as a prayer and a reminder for many to keep working and achieving for the glory of God. Through my own work in ministry and media and my life at Boston College for this guest, I have had the blessing of meeting so many young people with inspirational stories of how they are reaching to the heights in their own lives. And I wanna share one of those conversations and stories with you today. We are back in the studio in Boston today after having the absolutely amazing opportunity to record an episode in the media feed booth at SLS 20 in Phoenix, um, which was this year's focus conference. It was such an amazing and cool opportunity and I'm so, so grateful for everyone who made it possible. So thank you. But today's episode, we are back in the studio and we have with us Jeff Lindholm. Jeff is a college seminarian at Borromeo Seminary in Cleveland, um, and he will graduate with a philosophy degree from John Carroll University this spring. He actually went to BC his freshman and sophomore year and discerned to leave and enter seminary. So he was leaving BC just as I was coming to BC, and we met through mutual friends, some of whom have been on the podcast. Um, Jeff has been a life teen missionary before. Um, He wrote for The Torch, which is BC's Catholic newspaper, which I am now an editor of, and we had the staff on last spring. And he's all around such a prayerful, funny, awesome guy. And if it is the Lord's will, he will be an incredible priest someday. So Jeff, it was so great to have an opportunity to sit down. And it was such um, a refreshing and inspiring conversation. We chatted about prayer in the midst of a busy life, um, especially in college, what seminary has been like, and how God has been present to us recently. All right, without further ado, I hope you enjoy the conversation and get inspired by Jeff's story of reaching to the heights. All right, I am here in the Catholic TV studio in Watertown with my friend Jeff. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Sure. I am Jeff Lindholm. I am from Cleveland, Ohio, and I currently go to Borromeo Seminary slash John Carroll University. Um, I am a senior, so I'll be graduating this upcoming May. I went to Boston College for two years, and I was pre-med before the Lord decided to to call me away from there for some reason that I still do not understand. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Um, and you're visiting this weekend, or I don't know, kind yes. of week, um, some of our friends, which is so, so awesome. Um, we cross paths because um, there are some some lovely, beautiful human beings at BC. Adriana, um, who's been on the podcast before, and some others that we affectionately call the God Quad, um, host you yes. occasionally. Good hosts. Yes, on their beautiful couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So comfortable. <laughs> Super comfortable. Um, do you use, like, the cow tapestry as a, a blanket? <laughs> no, I've seen that. That is... Scary. An abomination. Yes, terrifying. <laughs> um, that's a story for a different day. Um, so, would you like to tell us a little bit first about how you ended up at BC? Let's start there. Sure. So, I was first. I was torn between seminary and going to college in general. Oh, I didn't know that. So mm. I was like, "All right, do do I want to go to seminary out of high school?" And my parents were like, "You're like 
18 years old yeah. you don't know what you want to do with your life and I was that's probably true yeah so I, I made that decision even though I was, I was sort of running away from God but God was like oh well yeah I, I guess I guess I'll pour out my graces and blessings um, mm-hmm. but and then I, I decided to come to BC I I think probably because the perfectionist in me was like hey BC is the best school it'll be the most challenging therefore you should go there mm. It was also outside the state of Ohio because I wanted to get the heck out of Ohio. I was like, <laughs> I am sick of the Midwest. I'm sick of Cleveland. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's the one that, for some reason, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. they've got good everything. So yeah, yeah. I love the Jesuits, too. Mm-hmm. They've been good to me. Yeah. Um, what major did you come in as? I was biology. Okay. Um, pre-med. Pre-med, just like faith. Yes. Um, that's awesome. Um, and so, so you were there for two years, and then you left after yes. um, two years. What kind of led up to that decision? Um, briefly. <laughs> briefly, <laughs> yeah, as if I could give a yeah. couple-minute explanation. <laughs> no, you could write a book, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so I changed my major like five times. Okay, um, same. I, I, was, I was fine at bio. I was fine at chem. I could do it. I was like, am I really passionate about this? I was like, eh, no. Um, I took a philosophy class like a philosophy 5,000 level class I've never <laughs> taken a philosophy class in my life is on St. Augustine who is like I was like he's cool um, and I fell in love with St. Augustine or more like he probably chose me yeah um, which is just awesome and it really started a devotion to him and I took a class on Aquinas like wait he's cool too <laughs> uh, so like theology and philosophy is like wow that's something that like I really love and that the Lord has has blessed me with um, I, I dated someone too, which was incredible. Um, yeah. I met, I met her at actually candlelit mass and that was a good experience. I learned a lot about myself, but the Lord, even like in the midst of, of that relationship was like, I'm going to love you no matter what, but I'm, yeah. I, I want you to consider something deeper, um, in mm-hmm. a different place. And, and that was all throughout those two years, especially my sophomore year is I'm going to love you no matter what I'm going to. You're, you're my son, but I want you to accept this, like, opportunity to do this. And I was like, fine. <laughs> fine, I'll do it. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and then what, okay, so you're at BC in the midst of, like, I don't know, there's, like, five seminaries within, like, a 20-mile radius. Yes. <laughs> so what made you decide to go home? Cleveland's home. Yeah. I love Boston. I, I do. It's uh, but I made the decision early on. I was like, I do not want to be here for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and just, I've been to St. John's Seminary. Um, it's beautiful. They do liturgy beautifully. The guys there are awesome. Mm-hmm. It's like, I couldn't see myself thriving there. Yeah. Um, and Cleveland, it just, the, the people of Cleveland, like the church of Cleveland, um, outside of the seminary, outside of um, mm-hmm. the priesthood, is just so beautiful. I was like, okay, Lord, like that, that's where you want me. Like, I will go. Yeah. I'll go there. It's really home. That's awesome. So good. Um, and you actually, we were just talking about no Father Damien Ferentz, who was yes. another, um, I believe he was the last episode in season one, um, which is awesome. Um, so, so many good people out in Cleveland. Um, would you like, so I actually, I asked on social media, what would, if you could ask a seminarian anything, what would you <laughs> ask? Um, which there were some, some interesting interesting responses including like um 
how do I join seminary? <laughs> it was like, uh, I it's feel a little, like... a little harder than uh, yeah, just like, a mere uh, application. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think we can answer that one for you. Um, but would you like to talk about, so going from like the normal like college experience and daily life, what does your daily life in seminary look like and how is that different? Um, it's, it is so much more routine based, um, which, is, which is good and bad. So every day, morning prayers at 7 a.m., and so you have to. I have to establish a sleep schedule that is. Mm-hmm. I can't be going to bed at one o'clock in the morning every yeah. night like I was here, mm. and still getting seven hours of sleep. And yeah. so there's morning prayer and mass every day. Just to, it centers the rest of the day, and then there's classes. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, at least in Cleveland, we go to John Carroll University and take classes with the students there because that's where we're getting our degree from. So I think that's really awesome, just because yeah. we get to sort of be seminarians outside of the not a bubble necessarily but it's easy to get caught up in just staying there too often so we get to go be ourselves at John Carroll which I think is awesome so we take classes there we take our philosophy and theology at the seminary okay um so we study there's you got to make time I have to make time for prayer there's evening prayer there's night prayer there's holy hours there's certain events that we have, but it's very structured. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we, we have a curfew, which I think is, that's a very mm-hmm. good thing yeah. because it forces me to like, okay, I need to go to bed at a reasonable hour. I'm called, my primary community is seminary. Yeah. I'm called to be here with my brothers in community. I'm mm-hmm. called to be here to study, to work out, to take a walk. Like, yeah. It can do all those things there. There's no need to be outside of my primary community because that's where the Lord is calling me to. Yeah. That's awesome. What is that curfew? Uh, it is, I think it's midnight okay. on, on weekdays, but there, again, there's no need to be out yeah. late, That's awesome. at least for me. Yeah, and you're right. Your primary community is there. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's like I'm called to love that community, yeah. so I'm going to be there. Be there with them. Yeah, that's so awesome. Um, so another, another question. What is something that people might not know about seminary? It's like, that's an interesting question. <laughs> so I'm in the college seminary. It is, if you can imagine an all-boys floor mm. in a college, that translates pretty well. <laughs> Screaming, rowdiness, yeah, yelling. I mean, something that I do is when I hear a lot of noise, like if I hear my friend's voice, I'll, I'll pop out of my room and just like charge them and tackle them. I mean, <laughs> it's, just, it's a fraternity. Yeah. I, call, I, I call it the Alpha Omega fraternity. Ha. Huh. That's uh, awesome. Because Catholic imagery is awesome. Yes. But it, it really is a fraternity. It yeah. truly is. And it's founded upon the Eucharist. I mean, that's where we gather. And then it translates to the rest of our day in, yeah. in ways that are prayerful and pray, ways that are uh, a little like a college dorm. Yeah. True. Yeah. Because you guys, so do you live on a, do the college seminarians live separately from like seminarians who have graduated? Yes. So the way that, the seminary in Cleveland is structured is it's shaped like the keys of St. Peter so it's really confusing on one side is the graduate seminary St. Mary's seminary then the college seminary which is Borromeo seminary is on the other side and we all live on one floor ah interesting and that's an interesting architectural choice in the keys of looks nice from above yeah inside it's very confusing yeah yeah I can imagine um so what will your degree be when you graduate philosophy and okay. I'm getting a minor from John Carroll in Catholic Studies. Ooh. Um, did you... No, you, you don't pick what 
So (laughs) (laughs) did you pick theology or philosophy or is that because the sequence is philosophy first and then So the sequence is heavy in philosophy. Mm -hmm. The only thing majors would need to do is take two electives and then either a seminar or a thesis. Okay. And so some people refer to, I'm a forced philosophy major. (laughs) It's like, that's partially true, but it's also... Like, we need this to study theology. Yeah. Um, but other guys major in English, okay. Spanish. Someone is computer science. That's so cool. So it, the, the only one you really can't do is, like, the hard sciences, like yeah. biology, because you don't have time for lab. But True. it's pretty open. Someone's a math. Someone was a math major. That's that so cool. Seminary, so hmm. yeah, it I is didn't, possible. I didn't know that you could do that. Um, do you have any tips for college men or women in general for discerning if they should stay or mm. go they need i need silence mm. i think silence is where the lord really speaks to us or even screams at us yeah because at least my experience at boston college was busy 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 yep. all the time noise with people but it was in the time where i was sitting in chapel sitting in front of the eucharistic lord where the lord really spoke to me gently at times other times yelling at me and he took me where I was at but it's the silence that really pushed me one way or the other yeah and just being painfully present to the to the present moment yeah of like the Lord is breaking through in the present moment somehow Mm -hmm. some way he's breaking through in this moment now yeah um I, I think that really grounded me and was able to push me towards like listening to the Lord's voice and acting upon it yeah That's beautiful. Yeah, and the importance of rest amidst the crazy, busy BC bubble. The college experience is just go, go, go. Yeah. It's crazy what people can do. Yeah. And it's just need that silence. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Do you have tips for incorporating time for prayer? in the busy college schedule because I know when I hit like when I, I thought I had it figured out senior year of high school <laughs> and then like I hit freshman year and was like I don't know how to do this Catholic thing in college because your schedule is just crazy and like all right. of a sudden like I don't know like prayer before bed becomes 1 a.m. and you really just want to fall yes. asleep yeah sure. my spiritual director shared something really interesting with me because there's a tendency in seminary when we have breaks we we just stop praying not stop praying the liturgy of the hours but it's like oh i don't have a routine therefore i just forget to pray the liturgy of the hours Mm -hmm. or going to mass becomes more difficult and what he tells us to do is he says sit down and imagine that you are going to do x thing at x time Mm -hmm. and there's there's science behind this that you are infinitely more likely to do that thing so for example if you have class let's say at 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. on a Monday, and you know that you're going to be doing homework and eating lunch in between that, setting aside a time, a specific time, and a specific place to have silence or to pray Mm -hmm. or to go to Mass or to do whatever, imagining that you're more likely to actually do that. And I found that really helpful for me. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to Mass at this time, and I'm going to imagine myself going to Mass. Like, I'm going to picture that in my mind. Yeah. And... I thought that was, like, really an awesome way for me to, like, incorporate prayer, like, when I'm on break, when I'm not in the midst of routine. And I I think that could maybe help someone, like, 
imagining a time, imagining a place, and imagining yourself actively doing that. Because we have an active imagination. Why not use it? Yeah. Yeah. That's almost like taking a step beyond, like, I don't know, people say, like, put it in your calendar, like, yeah. make a reminder on your phone. Um, but all those things are so easy to snooze. But yeah. routines are good. Beyond that. Yeah. They're annoying at times, but <laughs> pray for newness. True. Yeah. Um, speaking of routines, this is a good thing to bring up. So um, you're doing Exodus 90, right? Yes. And I'm doing Fiat 90. Ooh-hoo. Yes. Um, would you like to talk a little bit about what Exodus 90 is and sure. how your experience has been so far? Because I, I have lots of things to say that I'm thinking about <laughs> Fiat 90 and things sure. I can't quite articulate. But it's So Exodus 90, Fiat 90 is a 90-day I call it a retreat. It's like daily life goes on as yeah. as normal. So it's like sort of a retreat, but it was developed. I know Exodus was developed by seminarians in the past. Okay. And it's this 90-day, I'm going to call it a retreat, um, that is sort of geared towards detachment, I think, mm-hmm. from the world and just relying solely on the Lord. And it goes through the Exodus story um, where the Israelites are enslaved in Egypt and then the Lord breaks them free from their slavery, but they keep wanting to return back to Egypt. And yeah. I think often I find myself making fun of the Israelites, like, oh, look how unfaithful the Israelites mm-hmm. are. And then I look at myself, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, I, how much <laughs> I return back to those, to yeah. my, my habits, my bad habits that I, I'm mm-hmm. essentially a slave to, if I'm being really honest. Yeah. So Exodus 90 is, Fiat 90, is the point is to sort of, break those habits and to just really cling to the Lord alone. So there's a small group. You meet with a small group. Um, I have a couple other guys I'm doing it with. We have like accountability partners that we check in every day with. You need content. Part of it is at least 20 minutes of contemplative prayer a day. And then the big thing that most people focus on is the ascetic practices, Mm. which is like cold showers no sweets, no alcohol if you're of age. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot. No live television, no movies, no snacks, um, fasting a couple days a week, no social media. That I think that's a big one for me. Yeah. And something that I found is when I have, like, that free time, when I would normally go on my phone, when I would normally just watch Netflix or do something, Yeah. that time is all of a sudden free, and I'm there with myself. Yeah. And something I found is like, hey, Lord, I'm here. You're obviously here. Let's talk. And, and that's while I'm doing homework. Yeah. Or right before bed, like when I would just scroll on my phone. Mm-hmm. I don't do that now, so I'm sleeping better. Or, yeah. hey, let's go on a walk with a brother in community because I'm going through this or he's going through that. And just really finding God in, in the small moments and finding God in like, hey, Lord, this sucks. Yeah. Like, part of it is it's not easy mm-hmm. because um, I really want to go back to those habits. Yes. But and, and it's easy for me to complain about it. Like I want food right now, Lord. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is doing something. He's always transforming and maybe I don't see that now, but I think just trusting that at the end there's there's always light. I think that's what the Christian virtue of hope is for. Yeah. Like there's always hope. Mhm. That's a good, yeah, a good word. Um, 
yeah, it's it's a lot. And the, the Fiat 90 requirements are a little bit different. Um, no cold showers, which I'm grateful for, but it is um, supplemented by other things. Um, sure. But similar similar lines, but I think that's a good thing. The Lord the Lord is doing things, and I'm not <laughs> not sure what yet. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because it is a retreat, but it's also your daily life, like you said. Um, yes. And like other people around you don't necessarily know that you're doing it, and like I don't know. And the like intentionality of like I don't know. You you go to daily mass with seminary, but like. I, I'm still tr- struggling right. to find a daily mass that works now that I live so far away from candlelight mm-hmm. mass at 10 p.m. Um, so, like, intentionally finding that. And then part of ours is, um, I don't know if it's the same thing, you work out um, mm-hmm. every day. Um, some of us modified it to be, like, five or six days a week or something like that. But, like, intentionally scheduling each of those things in, a rosary every day, things yeah. like that. Um, but it's created for some really beautiful moments. Like, Faith came home with me over fall break, um, and we each have a reminder on our phone we have to so fiat 90 is obviously geared toward the blessed mother um which is appropriate for grazia plena the women's catholic group yes um but so rosary scapular wearing the miraculous medal things like that um and praying the memorare every day at 3 p.m okay which i mean i was familiar with the memorare i didn't know that there was a devotion of three praying it at 3 p.m um but we now have alarms on our phones but we would be like in the middle of a corn maze or like somewhere random in downtown plymouth um, time to pray. Time to pray. <laughs> and the two of us, like, it forced us to pray in public and, like, to pray, I think, even more difficult, like, is to pray around our families um, or my family um, and just out in the open, like, literally in a corn maze, um, which is great. But so many fruits. The Lord delights in that. <laughs> the Lord is, has a sense of humor for a reason. Yes, for sure. He, yeah, I would have laughed at the two of us praying the memorare in a corn maze because like that's also not the most like casual of prayers <laughs> like it's a very i think the first part was written by saint augustine if it Ooh, i think I someone know. told me that probably I should probably source check that yeah it sounds like his writing though it's it's of that style that's um very that's beautiful though it's an intense <laughs> prayer yes yeah like oh let me that's the other thing it doesn't um I, I felt like the times that we were doing something and then, like, I don't know, had to, like, break back into whatever we were doing, like, it warranted more time. It warranted, like, us being in a chapel and being alone um, and things like that. So I feel like I'm learning a lot of, I don't know, I almost wish that there was, like, a check-in every 30 days where you have an opportunity to, like, switch up the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um which, I mean, there's nothing saying that we couldn't. Right. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know what I would change about that situation, but I feel like I'm I'm learning so many things. And also, I was just having a discussion this morning, like, identifying what your goal in the whole thing is and, like, yeah. the ultimate goal. Identify the why. Yeah, is, like, closeness with the Lord, like, being one step closer than you were at the beginning of the 90 days. So is everything I'm doing, like, I don't know, is everything I'm doing directed toward that goal? Or is me, like, beating myself up because I just can't physically find a mass to get to that day in the midst of, like, a day full of classes? Is that, I don't know, is that, are my desires ordered in that moment? I mean, obviously, like, there's nothing bad about going to mass, but am I doing it to check a box? Like, is 
perfectionism slipping in. Yeah. I don't know. Am I keeping the goal of closeness in mind? Would it be a more holy desire for me to say mass five times a week to give myself time to make sure that my intentions are in order mm-hmm. every time that I go to mass and I'm not just checking a box? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot there. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's very good. Um, and I didn't know that Exodus 90 was written by seminarians, but Fiat 90 is written by um, college students. Okay. Um, so that that's good. It is yeah. good, but it also like I don't know. I feel like it's very specific to whatever college it was written at, um, which is why a lot of us have chosen to make modifications. Right. It's yeah. hard being in the world, and yeah. sort of sometimes it, it's not realistic. But I like what you said about like perfectionism mm-hmm. slipping in and beating yourself up yeah because the reality is as a human being i'm gonna fall mm-hmm. and with exodus i've fallen yeah multiple times yeah and just keeping it like i love what you said about keeping in mind like holiness with closeness with the lord yeah like keeping that lie in mind mm-hmm. I, I think that's a beautiful way of putting it because yeah. like it's so easy to, for me to beat myself up like oh i, I messed this thing up i messed this yeah. thing up and the lord's like that's not the not point. The point. There's, <laughs> yeah. There's confession for there's mercy for a reason. Yes. Yeah. Or not even. Uh, not yeah. Yet. I guess mercy is a better word. But like, oh, you fell asleep halfway through your rosary. Like, <laughs> don't be mad at yourself. Like, you're fine. I don't know. No. Mercy. Mercy to yourself and mercy from the Lord. Yes. Um. For sure. I don't know. Regardless, I think I'm definitely gonna learn a lot of things about myself, and I think everyone else is. But as I well. think by the end. I'll be like, appreciate it. But when we're in the muck of it now, yeah, it's like, what's the point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, there's so far to go. Like, I can't believe that we're almost a month in and that there's like over 60 days left. But all good. All right. Switching gears slightly a little bit. Um, You're wearing a very appropriate shirt because (laughs) I wanted to ask you about something in particular. Would you like to tell us your experience with being a life teen missionary because life teen <laughs> is a very i don't know reoccurring theme on this podcast we've had a life teen youth minister on we've had a life teen priest um i think we've had other missionaries on as well but i would love to hear about how you sure. stumbled upon life teen <laughs> <laughs> i could talk for a long time about it but so i learned from a member of the god quad actually <laughs> so the parish i go to for context we don't do life teen we have an organ, ah. like that kind of, which I love. It's beautiful. Why? Because it's mass. Mass yeah. is heaven on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was thinking about, like, what should I do this summer? Yeah. Like last year. Because I just caddied at a country club. And mm. yay for money, boo for, like, any fulfillment whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, textbooks don't pay for themselves. True. Um, so I was talking to Gabby. I was like, Oh, this seems cool. Um, and she's like, yeah, you should do it. I was like, okay, fine. Yeah. I'll apply. Um, with that, Honestly, without much prayer even, I was like, I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. Again, the Lord is gentle with me when yeah. I make impulse decisions like that. <laughs> and so I, I go through it. I, I get an interview. I do the interview. I get the position. I'm like, I felt like some real consolation behind it. And, and that remained yeah. throughout it all. So I was like, okay, I, I'm going to do this i don't know what the heck it entails but it's five weeks in the georgia mountains yeah. summer, serving as a summer missionary and 
it's it's hard to describe like what it was like but yeah. the lord was wilding for lack of a better like he really was mm-hmm. and it was just so beautiful to be in a community with everyone striving for holiness and recognizing hey this isn't about ourselves this these this is about these teens and showing them that the lord desires them yeah and yeah. the theme was actually fiat this year yes that's right yeah yeah so good um i've spent some time at the mission base in haiti okay. um, which is also this the same spirit um of just joy and like i don't know crazy radical stories of the lord chasing after people yes which is so good but so much fun um faith was telling me faith was also a summer missionary um, hidden lake yes um which i i don't know if you know this i applied and got in and interviewed this past year but then like felt consolation during the interview process and then something just changed um but totally led to the right path because i ended up with a summer job that i just so needed Mm -hmm. um teaching marine science of all things so different um but so good but i don't know gabby has convinced me in faith too that at some point do it yeah for a summer it's not monday but be a missionary monday (laughs) yeah um yeah be a missionary monday (laughs) Find that hashtag somewhere. Yes. On the social medias. For sure. Um, so good. Such a good mission. Um, it is. But she she was telling me that you walked into the liturgy arts group office with a, I think a Fiat shirt. Yeah, I was wearing <laughs> that shirt. yesterday. And she's she like, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I know that shirt. I have that shirt. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So many good stories. Yeah. Were you at Covecrest? Yes. Or? Okay. Camp Covecrest. Nice. Awesome. Um, some of the families that are in Haiti go to Covecrest over the summer, which is sure. awesome. Um, all right. Another another youthful topic, social media. I know that we just talked about giving it up um, for mm-hmm. Fiat 90, which is also a modification. I had to finagle a little bit, given that I run a podcast for account sure. <laughs> and the Students for Life account and stuff like that. Um, had to figure that all out, but it's fine. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about how you use social media in a holy manner saint striving manner <laughs> saint, so, i like saint striving yes i was gonna say it's impossibly perfectly holy yes sure. um more like you asking for prayer requests and stuff like that mm-hmm. where did that come from uh me no not me <laughs> the holy spirit i don't know i was so for context every every sunday i take some picture of something sometimes yes. it's a meme sometimes it's like crucifix i don't know it yeah. depends on the sunday i take a picture and i put a poll on instagram or, or a question and say how can i pray for you this week and it's open-ended anyone can respond that wants to and people i haven't talked to in a long long time sometimes respond i have like the weekly responders mm. i put it on snapchat too um but it's just something that i found like the spirit placed on my heart because intercessory prayer is such a powerful and beautiful thing and it's yeah. just being an intercessor for the people of God just quietly. Like, it doesn't need to be outward. It's just that's having an effect that I can't see, mm-hmm. uh, nor at, even till the kingdom. Yeah. God willing, I get there. Please, Lord. <laughs> yeah. But, like, in the kingdom of heaven, like, I'll be able to see those effects. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to see it now, but prayer is just so powerful. Yeah. If the summer taught me anything, prayer works. Mm. Prayer absolutely works. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, so, okay, so you get the intentions via mm-hmm. the poll. What do you do with them after that? So Adriana gave me this, like, little booklet that says, like, remember, it's, 
Latin, so it's so like remember me. I think it's memento me. Okay. Um, remember me, and I write it down and I bring it. Sometimes I forget um, because I'm I'm lazy for one reason or another. <laughs> but I I bring it to the chapel with me and yeah. Sometimes I'll, I'll say every single one out loud. Um, but yeah. The lists are long of people like I promise mm. I pray for. So I just usually what I do is I offer it to the, to the Eucharistic Lord and be like, here are the prayer intentions yeah. of this week just go from there yeah that's beautiful um i have a good priest friend who keeps a a list in his phone um of all and he always ends like his intentions in prayer with like and all the people in my phone (laughs) which is awesome all people who've asked me to (laughs) yes which is much more eloquent than all the people in my phone but you know whatever works um all righty I we have been doing a thing on the podcast. I don't I don't know if you you've heard it, but the speed round of Catholic questions. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> oh, joy. Yes. Are you ready for my Catholic quick questions? Sure. Oh yes. Um, I don't think anyone is ever fully no, ready for this. No, and it's never quick. <laughs> <laughs> it always. That's Catholics know. for you showing up late to things since. Yes. Yeah. Um, since the apostles. <laughs> so true, and then somehow. Um, what's your favorite animal made it onto the list at some point in time. But the first few podcasts, I didn't ask that question. It just kept coming up. So I don't know. Now hashtag goats is a thing on Catholic Twitter. And I don't know why. I think maybe it was me who used it first, but I don't know. There's a place outside of Camp Cove Crest called Goats on the Roof. And we never went. <laughs> and now I'm a sad pumpkin that we didn't sad go. Sad pumpkin. Oh, yes. Sad pumpkin is a, a Father Caseyism. Father Casey is the priest who says um, candlelight mass. But Don't be a sad, sad pumpkin. pumpkin. <laughs> I'm a sad pumpkin. <laughs> All right. Catholic quick questions. Would you like to tell me what your favorite animal is? Because I sh- uh, I'm going to add that to the list officially. My dog, honestly. All he does is, like, cuddle. Aww. He, like, for some reason can't sleep unless he's nudged up against someone. That's so cute. That's a good answer. Maybe better than goats, but I'm, <laughs> it's fine. Hashtag goats. <laughs> it's good. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite book of the Bible? First layer of John. Ooh, that's a good one. Any reason why? God is love. Ooh. Yeah, just, that's not meant to be generic. It's just the reality that's broken through in my life. And it's yeah. so real. Like mm. that love is so real personally and mm-hmm. i want to show others that and this that book of the that letter is so powerful yeah that's awesome so good um what's your favorite book in general till we have faces by c.s lewis yes i have not finished that but it is you sitting on my it. desk yes you should finish um, it. sister miriam james uh her she, seek talk last year was she's that. coming to seminary for uh, formation night this what? year yeah that's so, awesome i'm so excited when? Uh, I think next semester. I want to come. Can I? Can I be a fake seminarian <laughs> for the uh, day? Uh, pretty sure that'd be frowned upon. Yeah. Or oh my goodness, I I I might get like I don't know blackmail for telling this story. But my two best friends, Kathleen and Sarah, um, there was this discernment retreat. There's there's a little bit of feistiness in the Archdiocese of Boston. There's a discernment retreat for um high school men, but not for women. Um, exactly. Yes. Um, big thumbs down. But anyway, we would always be like, what's going on at Quo Vadis? We want to go because all our favorite people would be there. Um, 
but we always had this scheme that we were gonna dress up as janitors and like go over to St. John's Seminary and would like watch from afar and just like be in the room with our people, but be janitors. I I don't know. And that even lends itself like we didn't get invited to an ordination that we wanted to go to and we we're like, we'll just be janitors in the cathedral. Yeah, just show up to the ordination. Yeah, I don't. Ordinations are public. Yeah, I don't know why we had to be janitors, but there there's a fun fact. Okay. Um, work is work. Yes. Anyways, um, what's your favorite musician or band? Oh. Mm. Or genre of music? No, I really like Phil Wickham right now. Ooh, I, yes. I'm like a Phil Wickham mm-hmm. binge. I yes, know. I agree. Speaking of my soul. Mm. Yes. Um, what is your favorite place that you've ever traveled to? Mm. I've been to, I've been to Rome once, and that was just stunning and yeah. instrumental, in bringing me back to the faith. Mm. Yeah, yep. I was just doing my study abroad applications. Um, what that question is not for you. What's your favorite part of your job? That's just not prayer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus being twenty seconds away from me. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, do you have a chapel like on your floor? Yep. Like, that's Caught humilitas. It's like just Beautiful. a small chapel. A funny story. So two years ago, there wasn't a tabernacle in there, just mm-hmm. kind of for some reason. <laughs> the bishop, was, our current bishop, who's Bishop Nelson Perez, uh, he was walking by. He's like, why is there not a tabernacle in there? And we're like, oh, he's like, we're putting a tabernacle in there. <laughs> so now there's Jesus there That's all the awesome. time. That's so good. Um, yeah. Uh, what is your favorite moment or event that has happened since you've been in seminary? So the night before transitional diaconate ordination, we do adoration for the the men to be ordained transitional deacons. And it's a festival of praise, so praise and worship. Yeah. And so we set up chairs on the altar and they sit there. And as we're doing praise and worship, everyone has the opportunity to go up and pray, like mm-hmm. as they're sitting there in front of the Eucharistic Lord who's yeah. exposed to the monstrance. And it's just words don't do justice to the power of that just the entire community is there Mm -hmm. praising the lord in front of the lord who's exposed himself to us as these men are yeah laying down their lives for the lord it's just unbelievable yeah it was powerful and yeah yeah by far and away my favorite that's awesome that's that's a beautiful tradition for sure um what is your favorite form of prayer or your favorite prayer heavy question i know what's your like go-to or what do you what do you enjoy the most i don't know enjoy is not the right i enjoy word. It, uh, lexio okay I, I do like lexio just because it's the word of god and it allows yeah. the word to speak to me and often that leads to a form of contemplative prayer hmm. um the real answer is probably just like heart to heart with the lord yeah just sitting there and speaking and just allowing my heart to be receptive yeah. to what the Lord wants me to hear in that moment. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably my my favorite. I also love spiritual reading, so like yes. anything by St. Augustine. Yes. Yeah. Um, not something I was super into until I became a th- theology major, but yes. <laughs> it is it's now. It's endless. It's so endless. Yeah. And it's hard to like, I don't know, the line becomes blurred between what's homework and what's 
like <laughs> prayer and i don't know why not make homework prayer That's true very true yeah pray at all times good advice i like that advice um if you could meet any pope who would it be john paul ii easy yes yep any reasoning for that <laughs> uh, i just love that man so much <laughs> yeah um what he did with the soviet union just to me to this day blows me away yeah and just his his faithfulness and love for the lord love for mary mm. his theology of the Bible. i mean he just did so much so and much. just he's like spoken to my heart and i just want to be like thank you mm-hmm. like i think that's probably all i'd be able to say yes yeah i i agree i would be speechless i was just thinking the other day faith and i meant to do it over the summer but um we were gonna read through all of his encyclicals um which i tried to do in high school this is actually kind of funny the the old catholic school library um had like volumes of encyclicals um but the last volume on the shelf ended a few years into jp2's papacy so it did not have all of his encyclicals but like that was the last time that those books were updated was in like I don't know, the 80s. Some updating. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we were thinking about going through and reading all of his encyclicals, which I think is a good idea. Um, <laughs> to be continued on that. Yes. Um, if you could be BFFs with any one saint, who would it be? Augustine. Okay. Is he your confirmation saint? What's your confirmation saint? Saint Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus. Ooh. Which is funny because I wasn't thinking about priesthood or being a spiritual father at all yet joseph was that so again just the lord just works with things that i choose without knowing it that's so awesome but yeah i'd be bfs bffs with augustine yeah yeah that's a pretty good friend to have right there um i agree all right well it has been so good to talk to you um so many so many awesome things um do you have any parting words of advice for young people for college listeners um people discerning Anything that you want to leave listeners with? The Lord loves you. Mm, yes. He will always love you. I forget that. Yeah. But that's that's what's foundational. Yes. And he's going to work with you. Mm-hmm. And he wants you to be a saint. Yeah. He wants you to reach up to him and strive for holiness. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing more needs to be said no. after that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, that's awesome. And so, like, intertwined with, like, the namesake of this podcast of, like, reaching to the heights and, like... He wants you to strive for closeness. Yes. Um, yeah, that word again, closeness with the Lord, something on my heart for sure. All right. Well, it was so awesome talking to you, Jeff. Thank, Thank you, you for so, having so me. much. It was a joy. Um, all right. We will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the To The Heights podcast. And thank you to Jeff for being on it when he was in town a little while ago. Thank you for you and for the role that you're playing in spreading peace and joy in this world, because this world certainly needs it. I hope that listeners enjoyed the conversation and you have some takeaways to apply to your own journey with the Lord in reaching to the heights. Be sure to check out grexley.com for more of this podcast and other brand new Catholic TV podcasts on our brand new podcast platform, um, including our awesome friend Tommy Ty's podcast about mental health and the faith called the St. Dimptas Playbook or the STP if you want to be cool. All the podcasts in this one can be found on iTunes and Spotify as always, but now you can also find them on grexley.com. If you feel called to support any of the podcasts, our Patreon is patreon.com grexley. Be sure to check that out for some pretty cool Grexley and podcast swag. 
Um, and you can tune in next week for another very exciting guest on the To The Heights podcast. But until then, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at To The Heights CTV, or find me at Olivia Rose underscore art or OliviaRoseArt.com. Talk to you next week and keep on reaching to the heights. <laughs>